Happy New Year, everyone. It is 2024. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Have you made resolutions before but had a really hard time keeping them? Are there maybe even some from last year that you didn't hit? Not to worry, I'm going to give you a sequence for accomplishing more of your writing goals and making this your most productive year ever. So stay tuned. Hey there, aspiring fiction author. Do you dream of writing fiction that connects with readers and makes you money? Do you struggle to finish your manuscripts, dealing with indecision as to the plot or all-out writer's block? Are you sick of feeling that each time you write and publish a book, you're rolling the dice as to how the book will be received and how much money, if any, you'll make? Tired of hearing that marketing is a game of luck and testing and hopefully one day it will all come together for you. So you either give up amassing a file full of half-finished manuscripts and stop marketing all together because nothing seems to be working, or you push through feeling constantly uncertain and wondering how on earth the top selling authors on Amazon are doing it. There is a way to simplify and streamline, a step-by-step -step process you can follow so you can finish your books with confidence, know your marketing will get results, and build a fiction business that sustains you. Hi, I'm Liesl, fiction coach, Christian manifestation enthusiast, and USA Today bestselling author. Want to steal all my secrets? Grab a pen and paper and put on your comfy slippers, because I'm about to teach you fiction writing and marketing secrets not being taught in the fiction author space, and those secrets will make all the difference in your fiction author success. Let's dive right in. Okay, so if you're like most authors that I know, you have lots of lofty writing goals you want to achieve this year. You want to finish that manuscript, or perhaps many manuscripts. You've maybe already got some manuscripts, but you want to publish this year, or maybe you have a few books, but you want to do more marketing, get more sales, you know, all kinds of things like that. Maybe you just want to prioritize your writing more, and those are all fabulous goals that you absolutely can accomplish this year. But maybe you struggled with some of your writing goals in 2023. Maybe you wrote down what you wanted to do with every intention of doing it, but life just got in the way. I mean, I don't have to tell you that life is busy and can very, very easily take away our precious writing time in lieu of other things, which a lot of times are also important. So maybe you even remember setting those goals at the beginning of the year and really hoping to accomplish them. But even as you did, you felt a little bit of doubt that you would, you know, it's going to be a busy year. You've got a lot on your plate. So all year you keep, you kept trying to achieve your goals, but there was so much else you had to do that it actually started to feel a little bit unrealistic that you'd be able to hit them. And, you know, hopefully you got at least a few of them accomplished, but maybe there were a few that after a while you just kind of gave up on. If that sounds like you, don't despair. It happens to absolutely everybody, okay? But here's the real secret to this. This is one of the biggest reasons why it happens. Did you catch the part where I said that maybe you felt doubtful even as you told yourself you were gonna hit these goals? I have done this so many times in my life and it's the doubt that's going to get you every single time. So we're gonna talk about how to counteract that. And it really is the secret sauce for accomplishing your goals, okay? So I'm recording this on New Year's Day and it will drop tomorrow. I was originally planning to get a lot of work done today, but as I woke up, I realized that was probably not going to be the case. Not because I didn't want to or partied too hard the night before or didn't have the drive or anything like that, but it just didn't feel like that was what I needed to get done today. It's the first day of a new year, and I hadn't really sat down and officially figured out my goals for the next year. And of course, I know exactly what I want to accomplish this year, okay? I've had it firmly fixed in my mind for a while, but I just hadn't actually officially written it down, cemented it into my mind, <clears throat> excuse me, or planned for it. So that's what I decided that I would be doing today. And it ended up being a 
a day of year-long planning and meditation and intentionality. And that's what made me want to sit down and record this for you. See, contrary to popular belief, just making goals, even writing them down, is usually not enough to guarantee that you'll actually accomplish them. I mean, think of it this way. Does everybody always accomplish their New Year's resolutions? <laughs> no, of course not. Not by a long shot. In fact, what I always hear is that statistically, most people abandon their New Year's resolutions within about two weeks. Um, so obviously, making the goal, intending to do it is not quite enough, right? And don't get me wrong, writing down goals and having intentions to accomplish them are both very good things, okay? They're the first step in the right direction, and I'm a big believer in doing that. But as I said before, life often gets in the way, and we need to take it a step beyond that if we want to be able to stick to those goals and make sure that we get the results of them, right? We want to see the fruits of our labors, so how do we kind of give ourselves a little bit more of a push so that we don't just abandon those goals at the first sight of it being hard or us getting busy, okay? Well, grab a paper and pen because I'm gonna give you a sequence here that will help you stick to those goals and see a lot more results this year than you've ever seen before, okay? So, number one, you're gonna sit down and you're going to become very, very clear on what it is you want to accomplish. So this is just a matter of sitting down, thinking it through, <laughs> and at this point, maybe writing things down. And be realistic about this. Make sure that these are things that you can really commit to. And by that, I mean things you really want to do, things that you can see yourself spending time on. Now, the other real trick here, listen to this, is I want you to create goals. Once you know what you want to accomplish, create goals based on action, not on results. I'm going to say that one more time. Make goals based on action, not on results. So don't make a resolution to lose 50 pounds. Instead, make a resolution to exercise every day and stick to foods that serve your body. You see the difference? Same thing goes with your writing goals. So don't make a goal to write a million words or finish four books, okay? Instead, make a goal to write every day or however many times a week that you're planning to do it. Once you start doing that, you can certainly aim for a particular number of words per session. But here's the thing, trying to force a certain result puts pressure on your brain, okay? It actually stresses you out. And when you do that, you're a lot more likely to quit. It's harder to stick with your goals, right? The other thing is, don't worry about the results because they will come. If you are writing every single day, you're gonna get that manuscript done eventually. So don't stress yourself out about the result. Stick to the action. And that's the other thing that most people don't get about New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are not supposed to be about getting results right away. It's about becoming a different person over the course of the year. So if you decide, I, I like to do a lot of exercise analogies, if you decide that you want to become a runner this year and your goal is to lose weight and get in shape, that's great, but you can't expect that you're gonna lose 20 pounds in the first two weeks of the year, right? And the problem is most people do, they expect some sort of result. And may, maybe they're truly not expecting 20 pounds, but when they don't see more than a pound or two or when they yo-yo a little bit, they just quit. And what they don't realize is that if they want to truly achieve that goal, they need to become a runner over the course of 12 months, right? And it's perfectly normal to not see results right away. It might take several months to see results. The same is true of your writing. Just make the resolution to start writing every day or again, whatever your, your goal is for the year. And the results will come over time. Not to mention once you've firmly ingrained that habit, you will start to see your results compound very, very quickly. But it does take time, especially in the beginning, you're not gonna get the best results. So once again, make your goals based on action, not on results. All right, so once you have your list of goals, 
you're going to meditate on it. (laughs) Remember when I mentioned the doubt that sometimes you have, the doubt that you're going to be able to accomplish it, that you're going to find the time, you know, what if I set out to do this and I fail? We all feel that way. But this is really, in my opinion, the secret sauce for accomplishing your goals. You're going to use meditation to banish that doubt because that doubt, like I said, more than anything else is what's going to get you, right? Music is something that really helps me. So guys, you can get onto YouTube and just type in meditation music and a ton of stuff will come up. So you've got free music at your fingertips and it's music that's been um, proven to help you either get into a meditative state or at least raise your energy and your vibration, okay? It's always very calming, inspirational music. And guys, I do this all the time. Anytime I'm having a bad day or maybe having negative thoughts about something or I'm really tired, I put on this meditative music because it always makes me feel better. It always gets me into a better energy and a better state of mind really, really quickly, okay? So I, I really highly recommend this. So what I would do is once you have your goals, which are based on action instead of on results, you're going to sit down, put your earphones in and just listen to this music for a while, right? Put on the meditative music, think about your goals and your intentions to accomplish them and keep listening to this music and thinking about it until the doubt goes away. Joe Dispenza calls this getting heart centered. It just means calling up the positive energy around whatever it is you're trying to accomplish and banishing the negative stuff. Um, Like I said, this is really, really important. You want to make sure that you feel calm and positive about being able to accomplish your writing goals. And you can do this as often as you need to do it, right? If you get to the point today where you feel really, really good about things, but tomorrow the doubt returns, then do it again. Put on the headphones again. Do it as often as you need to banish the doubt. And what you'll find is that maybe... You need to do this every way, every day for like two weeks or something. But then after that, the doubt will go away and you will just feel positive and calm and confident that you're going to get this done and you won't need it as much anymore. Okay. But that's the point. You're, you're creating positive energy around your goals and that more than anything else is what's going to help ensure that you accomplish them. Remember the internal is always the foundation for anything and the external strategy you're using to accomplish your goals, meaning what you actually do, take action on to accomplish them, should always rest on top of the positive internal feelings about them, okay? You have to have positive emotions about them or you're not going to follow through. That's just reality, okay? So make sure you're doing this. This is the number one thing most people who don't reach their goals don't do. So start doing it, (laughs) all right? So that's number two. Number three, once the internal is taken care of, right, now it's time to worry about the external strategy. And I'm a fan, just like when it comes to story planning, of maybe starting broad and then getting more detailed. So I always start with 12 months of the year in front of me. You can look at a calendar. You can, you know, write it down in a notebook, you know, January, February, March, and uh, have some lines under it, however works best for you. But start with the 12 months. Look at your goals and then spread them out in a way that is realistic throughout the year. So... If you want to write four books this year, then maybe you're writing one each quarter. So you can just write something simple like, okay, January, February, March, I'm going to be working on this book. April, May, June, I'm going to be working on book number two, and so on and so forth, right? And do this for all your goals. If you have particular dates in mind for launches or big events, write those down. 
Um, I even make vague plans for what books I want to be reading when. <laughs> and you don't have to do that. You know, do whatever works for you. But don't let the doubt creep in. Okay, with goals, the specifics should also should always be malleable. All right, if you can't get that book read in February because you got your writing done instead, so what? Push that book until March. So tell yourself life is going to happen and you might need to be workable, but you're still going to do the best you can to get as much done as you can without beating yourself up about it. Because once again, once you start stressing about that, that's going to stress out your brain and you're going to get even less accomplished. Okay, guys, it's proven that when you stress yourself out about results, your productivity goes down, your creativity goes down. So if you're going to stress yourself out, you're actually not going to write books that are quite as good <laughs> as if you're more confident and letting the ideas flow, right? Um, so make sure that you do not stress yourself out. And as long as you are being positive and confident about it, and just know that things are probably going to change and whatever you plan for it, you're probably not going to get all of it done, but you'll just do the best you can. And if you do that, you will be more constructive and proactive about your goals. Okay. Number four, after you have the, the broad um, planning done, then you're going to get more detailed. Okay. Um, if you're going to be doing, you know, X amount of writing sessions per week, then what days will you be doing them, right? If you already know that you're going to have some busy months because of certain events or seasons or vacations or whatever it is, how can you plan around those and still get your writing done? So once you've done the broad planning in step three, step four is just to make it as detailed as you possibly can. Once again, knowing that it might change, but at the same time, um, you know, this is where you want to kind of get an idea of what the day to day is going to look like. Now, I would recommend being more detailed for the first part of the year, maybe even the first quarter. But you know, the second quarter and beyond, leave it a little bit more vague, because we don't know how things are going to change over the next few weeks or months, and it might look very different. So there's no point in planning every detail of every day for next December, when <laughs> chances are by then life is going to have changed a lot. Anyway, it always does, right? So that's basically what I do. Um, I have my first quarter actually planned in a lot of detail, especially January is by far the most detailed because that's the month we're in. But I have quite a bit of detail for February and March. Uh, the second quarter only has maybe half that much detail, like what I'm doing and some detail, but not tons. But then the second half of the year is actually very vague. I only have the very broad things that I want to get done and the books that I want to get written during those months. And that's it. And that's because that's a ways off. And I have no idea what my how my schedule might change by June or what new things I'm going to need to get done that I don't even know about yet, right? So um, like I said, start with the months that are closer and try to get some idea, some planning of what the day to day will look like, and leave later off months for later, which leads perfectly into step five. This is what I want you to do progressively throughout the year. Once you've got all of this done, you know, in the next few days, sit down at the end of each month, just find a day, end of each month, beginning of the next month, you know, whatever works for you in your schedule. And take stock of where you are, what you've done, and what you want to get done in the next month, right? So you're going to look back over your, the previous month and say, okay, what did I get done? What did I not get done? And you got to do this with no judgment. You're not going to be down on yourself for not getting everything done, as we've talked about, right? But this is a really good thing to do, because not only does it help you measure your progress, but you can look back and say, okay, well, this got in the way of me doing this goal. So how can I fix that for next month? You know, do I need to carve out a different time? Do I need to put something in place so that that doesn't distract me? You know, whatever the case may be. And then you can make tweaks so that the following month, you're even more productive and more effective in what you're doing than you were the previous month, right? So at the end of the month, 
sit down, take stock of the previous month, and then also plan in great detail the coming month. So as I said, my January is by far the most detailed month that is planned. um, And that's because that's the month we're in. I know exactly what I want to get accomplished this month. And (laughs) for the record, it's a lot. (laughs) But you know, maybe I put so much in that I'm only going to end up accomplishing about three quarters of that because I'm trying to get some of my programs revamped. I have a lot of very ambitious goals. It's a lot of work to do in January. And I'm going to do the very best I can to get that done without stressing myself out. But if I only get three quarters of it done, then I'll go into the second month going, okay, well, I need to get this done first. um, And then I can move into the next things that I had for February. So then I will plan my February in great deal. And, you know, at that point, you can also take stock of following months, maybe by planning my February, I will also know some things now that are going to be happening in March that I didn't know in January. See what I mean? So you're just going to kind of progressively plan your year in more detail as you go month to month. And what I can tell you is that if you do this, even if you don't hit every goal you set, you'll still be far and away more productive than you have in past years when you just said, oh, this is what I want to do this year and then never revisited those goals again. Or maybe you tried willy-nilly throughout the year to find times to do them, but this is so much more intentional, right? I think you can see that. Most people find that if they set a goal to write four books this year, for example, um, and then do it the first way, just kind of willy-nilly and hopefully, you know, then maybe they get one book written, okay? They're not going to have a whole lot of productivity. And, you know, I've told this story before. When I was in college, there were times that I, like, took a semester off to write a book. And that was my intention, but I didn't plan well. You know, I was like 19 at the time. And needless to say, I did that two or three times and still didn't have a full book written. Right? This is what happens when you don't plan intentionally, when you don't do the internal and the external, right? So um, on the other hand, if you make that same goal to write four books this year, and then you do it this way, you know, doing the internal, doing the external, um, evaluating your progress every month and tweaking for the, the next month, Even if you don't quite hit that goal, say you get three books instead of four written because life happens and it just takes longer than you think. But what most people find is that they'll still come really close to hitting their goals and sometimes they even surpass them. Okay. But the point is, even if you only hit three books instead of four, that's a whole lot better than one or even half of one, right? This just helps you to be more productive and you're a lot more likely to hit those goals. So let's recap really fast. Okay. This is the, pro- the process that you're going to go through. First, you're going to think about your goals and write them down. Get very specific and intentional about what you want to accomplish. And remember to make goals based on action, not results. Um, second, you're going to meditate and call up the positive energy around those goals. Banish the doubt and fear around them, around not accomplishing them until you feel truly good and positive and confident about your own abilities. Do this as often as you need, as often as doubt creeps in every day if you want. And remember to um, try the meditative music on YouTube because I find it really helps. Then you're going to sit down and plan your year. Start with 12 months and the broad things you'll be working on each month, and then you can get more detailed. Uh, Get as detailed as you can, especially for the early part of the year, but don't stress yourself out uh, with everything you have to do. Be realistic. Know that things can and probably will change, and so you're going to have to kind of roll with the punches and then leave the latter half of the year much more vague since you don't know how things will change in coming months. Finally, sit down once a month, I suggest perhaps at the end of the month or the very beginning of the next month, and evaluate your progress. Look at what you did during the previous month, what needs to be tweaked for more success, and then plan out your next month in details. Um, If you do these things, I promise you will be amazed at how productive you'll become. And if you need help, someplace to keep all the information, remember to check out my productivity planner for fiction authors. It has all the places you need to write down 
what you're planning to be doing, your goals, what you're going to be writing, what you're going to be reading, what you're going to be marketing, um, or otherwise working on for each month. Okay, you can find it at bit.ly forward slash fiction planner. And I will link that up in the show notes as well. I would love it if you would tag me on Instagram or send me a GM and tell me what your New Year's writing resolutions are. I would love to hear them, what you're planning to accomplish. And it would be really fun to keep up through the year on what everyone's doing and how closely we come to hitting our goals. Let's let's aim for surpassing them if we possibly can. All right, that is what I have for you today. So happy new year to everyone. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Um, decide today that 2024 is going to be your best writing year ever. I wish for that for you. I wish for you the most creative, productive, and lucrative year you have ever had. May you thrive and prosper in your writing. Until next time, I'm going to send you out into 2024 and manifest for you health, happiness, creativity, and many, many, many royalties. <laughs> All right. See you next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.